in this bulletin. Argentina's World Cup triumph celebrated by football fans around the world. Victoria's Premier condemns A-League fan violence as police work to identify 150 people involved. And the Bureau of Meteorology releases Australia's Christmas Day forecast. For the latest SBS News, I'm Bila Kwan. Argentinian football fans around the world are celebrating Argentina's win in the World Cup final against France. Argentina prevailed 4-2 with Lionel Messi's performance in the penalty shootout proving decisive in the win. It's Argentina's third world title after victories in 1978 and 1986. These fans outside of Sydney's town hall told SBS they're ecstatic. I was 13 years old when Maradona won the World Cup in 1986 and now she's 18, so it's such a good coincidence for us. You can see the energy on the field. Messi's playing unbelievable. The whole team is playing around him. So many chances. Unbelievable. Victoria Police say they'll be seeking to identify as many as 150 football fans involved in A-League fan violence over the weekend and charge them with criminal offences. The fans surged onto the field during the A-League men's Melbourne derby match between Victory and City. Throwing bins and engaging in physical scuffles that resulted in injuries to City goalkeeper Tom Glover, a referee and a TV cameraman. Two men have come forward and Victoria Police warns they'll be knocking on doors as soon as they've identified those involved. No arrests have been made so far. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews says he expects those responsible for the violence to be punished. Shameful, like just wrong. That's not us. That's not, uh, that sort of violence is not acceptable anywhere. And that's uh, not part of sport. It's not part of our way of life. And I, I condemn it in the strongest possible terms. Having said that though, uh, I know that governing bodies, venue operators, uh, as well as Victoria Police, uh, they're hard at finding those people and they will feel the full force of the law, as they should. Federal government officials say new legislation on improving transparency and integrity measures for referendums will apply to the upcoming referendum on Indigenous constitutional recognition. The referendum, expected sometime in the second half of next year, will be the country's first since the 1999 referendum on an Australian republic. Assistant Secretary in the Federal Department of Finance, Sebastian Powney, says the changes are necessary to ensure the voting process is up to date. The Referendum Machinery Provisions Act, um, Act 1984 has not been used since 1999 and hasn't kept pace with amendments to the Commonwealth Electoral Act 1918. Um, for example, streamlining postal voting applications, which means voters can apply online rather than using a paper form, enabling vote-saving measures enabling early sorting of ordinary pre-poll votes from 4pm on voting day and implementing the same measures that exist in the Electoral Act to prevent multiple voting by known multiple voters. A class action has been launched against the Northern Territory Government alleging it left properties in remote Aboriginal communities unsafe, insecure and uninhabitable. The case is being brought by lead plaintiffs Otto Dan and Eleanor Manakgu in West Arnhem Land who was seeking repayment of rent, damages and orders for repairs. Documents filed in the federal court say the action also alleges tenants are paying excessive rent for housing that does not meet basic minimum standards. 
Senior associate Madeleine White from the law firm representing the plaintiffs, Finney MacDonald, says the case could have far-reaching impacts, with the potential to improve housing conditions in all remote Aboriginal communities in the country. A young boy has been attacked by a dingo at a campsite in Queensland. The five-year-old has been flown to hospital in a stable condition after suffering bites in multiple places on his body, including his head, arms and legs. The boy had wandered away from his family while they were sleeping when the incident occurred at the Ocean Lake campground. And Australia is set for warm and dry weather for much of the country on Christmas Day. The Bureau of Meteorology's official Christmas Day forecast shows there will be a break from unseasonably cold and wet weather on the east coast. Around the country, temperatures are set to be in the late 20s and early 30s. Darwin is tipped to have the hottest Christmas day with a maximum temperature of 33 degrees Celsius. Hobart is expected to be the coldest capital city at 21 degrees. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. Music.